Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Sarilla Podcast. I am actually re-recording this podcast episode because yesterday night when I recorded this episode, I was just kind of feeling really, really tired. But because I am batch creating all of my podcast episodes all the way till March, because I'm living to Romania and. I just wanted to have all the episodes ready just so that I don't have to rush around or fumble around in Romania just in case like you know in like technical issues or like Wi-Fi issues and all that stuff. But then when I listen back to that episode literally today, I was like, wow, my energy really shows in that audio. I was just kind of like monotonous and just wasn't really that energetic so that is the reason why we're recording this episode for you and today i am so excited because i am going to share with you my five biggest business mistakes that i've made just so that you don't now coming close to three years of running my business now i've made a lot a lot of a lot of mistakes and one of the most valuable lessons that I've learned is that making a mistake is not a failure and therefore I really wanted to record this episode for you just in case that you might be feeling a bit bummed or you might feel really demotivated or just feeling really crap about yourself just because you have made a mistake and I really want to shed light on that as well as Maybe you are working for yourself as well, just like me, or, you know, like, or maybe you're just starting out in a business and when you listen to the mistakes that I have made, hopefully this is going to help you give you a fresh new perspective. Or even if you're like, oh my goodness, like this is exactly what I've been going through, then hopefully this is going to resonate with you on some of the key takeaways that you'll be learning as well. And some of the lessons that I have learned and, you know, sharing that with you. And just so that you know that you're not alone because we're all here to rise together. We're all here to support one another. And I am not going to take the full credit for today's episode because today's topic of the day is actually suggested by an Instagram follower of mine. And I just want to give a shout out to Vanessa Olivia Art. I'm going to leave her Instagram handle in the show notes as well. You guys, you have got to check out her Instagram because she is such an amazing and talented illustrator. May I just say I am flipping in love with like her Instagram feed. It is amazing. So I'm going to leave her link in the show notes so that you can check her out. And I want to give a shout out to Vanessa because she suggested this topic and I decided to create for you guys. So I am just going to go with the flow and record this right now. Sorry, I am pausing at this moment because my notes literally just crashed on me as I am recording this. 
All right. So before we dive into the mistakes and you know sharing all of that with you, I just want to say that if you want to be featured in an upcoming episode, all you have got to do is just send me a direct message on Instagram with your questions or your suggestions, and then tag me on Instagram story to let me know you have messaged me with your questions or your suggestions, just so that I don't miss it out and to make sure that I see it. So. The very very first mistake I am just going to dive right into it is not planning for my future predictable income flow, and you might be thinking like, "Well, Sarah, like, how can I predict my income flow? Like, why shouldn't I just be present in the moment right now?" Well, here is the thing. Because okay, here's the story. Back when I was, you know, still a brand and web designer, times when I would get Say three clients in a month, and you know each client's project typically takes between one to two months to complete. It really depends on what the project is about. But basically, times where I would get consistent client for that month, where I would hit my target and like, okay, like this is amazing, I would just stop completely working on booking clients in the future like I would just stop chasing opportunities and stop doing the work to get myself out there and just basically reaching out to more people and just growing my visibility at the same time because my mindset back then was just well I have reached my target for this month so of course I get to you know slow down for a little bit and I get to celebrate my wins and I guess like the biggest limiting belief that I had was well I can't be looking out for opportunities and I can't be booking clients in advance because I want to give my everything to the clients that I have right now and of course this is not to say that by booking more clients or you know predicting your income flow and booking clients in advance and not giving like 100% to my current clients, this is not where I'm coming from. It's just that I can actually do both. Like you can absolutely give 100% to your current clients and at the same time getting opportunities and booking clients for your future dates into your calendar. At the end of the day, it is just all about discipline. At the end of the day, it is just about commitment. So what happens you know, back then when I would just kind of like slack off and just not chasing opportunities is that when I would complete these like three clients projects, for example, I would be back at square one again. And typically it would take me about like a month before booking in new batch of clients. And it really depends. Sometimes I would just get one client. Sometimes I would just get none. But because of this inconsistency with the momentum, with my income flow, it just makes things like super, super difficult and challenging mentally wise, financially wise. And it's just really, really frustrating because if you're running your own business and, you know, like then you would pretty much know the feeling of, oh, like this really, really sucks because one month you have this income coming in and next month you have zero dollars coming in and it's just really frustrating in terms of like how can you allocate money and just kind of like predicting money. Does that make sense? So because 
I wasn't predicting my income flow. Therefore, my income flow becomes, you know, inconsistent. And I believe that so long you're running a business, you need to make money. However, there's a huge, huge difference between money is everything, and that is the only goal that I'm focusing on within my business versus creating a system where I would be able to predict like income flow into my business. So the lesson that I've learned for this is that unpredictable incomes just means you know unpredictable lifestyle, and by not you know, forecasting my income flow in advance, I just realized that when it comes to my own mindset and my headspace, it's a lot of fear. It's like very panicky. It's very unsettling feeling whereby I wouldn't be able to concentrate, you know, serving my current clients to my fullest potential. I wouldn't be able to be 100%, you know, creating content for my audience and all that stuff. So it's just taking a huge, 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 how would I put it, like a huge weight at the back of my mind, knowing like all I could focus on was just like, oh my goodness, like where's the money? Where's the money? Where's the money coming in? How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to pay for my business expenses? And so on and so forth. It was just really, really unsettling. So I hope that by me sharing like this mistake that I've learned, it would help you to kind of like commit to planning for your future predictable income flow in your business. So for instance, let's just say that you are, you know, you're currently booked out for the month, right? Like, yes, do celebrate your wins. This is something that I 100% believe in. But also at the same time, don't just you know, stop chasing opportunities and stop, you know, booking clients in advance, continue with the momentum, continue with the flow. Like I've mentioned earlier on, it is definitely possible to balance everything out without losing your sanity. And I promise you that when you are booking clients in advance, when you're getting consistent, you just feel less overwhelmed and less stressed right so this is one of the mistakes that I have learned and I say the word I've learned because you know in the very beginning of this episode I said that failure is not sorry mistake is not a failure so moving on to the next mistake oh my goodness guys this is huge and that is perfectionism syndrome so there, oh my goodness, like it just like it, it just reminded me back in 2017 when I was just, you know, designing my website, getting my business up and running. I would spend days, and I kid you not, I would spend days to work on just one section of a single web page. Like it wasn't even the full entire page. It was just one section of it. And I would spend days tweaking the same paragraph, tweaking the same copy, and just redesigning all the smallest details that probably nobody would even take notice. And I guess like, you know, like back then I was a web designer. That was what I decided to do to kickstart my online business. And at the back of my head, I was just having this pressure of I'm a website designer of course my website has got to look good of course everything on my website from design to the layout to 
you know, graphics elements to the copy. It needed to be perfect. And if you're a web designer or a graphic designer, then you would know that designing things for your clients are easier. I wouldn't say easy, but I would just say easier. But when it comes to designing for your own business, oh my goodness, like you would just get so drowned in the entire designing process. Like that was just what happened to me. But, you know, thinking back, I realized that I was so held on to the mindset of everything needs to be perfect because of a like limiting belief that I once had. And that was just simply coming from a place of lack of reassurance. You know, it wasn't really until I chanced upon a manifestation coach. Her name is Kimberly. Um, if you want to check her out, like her Instagram handle is Kimberly Wanya. And I listened to one of her podcast episodes, which I, oh my goodness, guys, you have got to listen to her episode. Basically, if I'm not mistaken, it was 138. Like the reason why I could remember the number so clearly is because I am just very attached to the number 38. So anyway, I listened to that podcast episode where she mentioned about letting go of the idea of being perfect. And instead, she just, you know, in that episode, she basically encourages you to do more messy inspired action. So she said it is all about the intention and the energy. Instead of just, you know, having things to be perfect, it's more so of coming from the work and the message that you create from within. So it really changed my entire perspective. Like I I just was just dumbfounded and shocked in a good way of, wow, I could really create content or designing things or just doing tasks within my business with flow. And then I just basically told myself that, okay, you know, let go of the perfectionism. 80% is good enough. So I still carry like this mantra in my head. And yeah, like sometimes I would catch myself trying to perfect every single thing like now and then and when that moment comes up I would just tell myself that okay like 80% is good enough like if I were to make any mistake or in terms of like grammar errors or whatever thing it is I just stop being so hard on myself and say hey Sarah you're a human you make mistakes and that's completely okay and what is the worst thing that could happen really you know, okay, there is a mistake. I can just, you know, go back to that page on my website and just fix it. That's totally fine. You know, of course, now I do have my team member, Bolly, where she helps me to double check any like grammar errors or any broken links on my website. So I'm really thankful for her. But even if you don't have a team member just yet, like what's the worst that could happen? Nothing like live or death threatening. Do you know what I mean? So just tell yourself like 80% is good enough because I realized that the more I wait or the more that I am trying so hard to perfect things, I am just, you know, taking longer to actually get things done, whether it is recording a podcast episode or, you know, going on live streaming. It's just a really huge disservice to my audience because who knows if I could have just you know, let go of the perfectionism and just create a content and someone else who 
uh, you know, for a man to read that content or listen to that content or whatever message that I have to share from within, like it would make a huge difference into their lives. So the belief that I am kind of like sinking in right now is that the longer that I wait or the longer that you wait, you are just, you know, doing a huge disservice to your audience. Does it make sense? So that's that's just how um like I'm thinking right now in terms of like you know the message that's coming through from within. So the lesson that I've learned in terms of you know being a huge, huge, huge perfectionist is that it just led me to more unhappiness. You know, I, I would just be really like you know, at the end of the day, when I would, you know, spend so much hours working on certain things, because I was like, everything needs to be perfect. I would just feel so unhappy. And like, I don't know, it feels like I didn't really get anything done. So my hope is that you can also learn how to let go a little bit of that perfectionism in you and just tell yourself that 80% is good enough. And also tell yourself that, hey, it is safe to be perfectly imperfect and that you're good enough. And I, I guess like that is just so important to just not be too hard on ourselves, right? So, wow, that was, I, I feel so good to kind of like let that message like come out from within. But anyway, just moving on with the flow, the other biggest mistake that I've made in my business is not defining my niche earlier because it, when I first started my business you know nobody nobody was really there to tell me that hey you have got to figure out your niche otherwise it's really hard to stand out and all that stuff I just refused to believe that you know niche could help me to get clients or by niching down would you know help me to earn more money and just getting more opportunities because I just had like this limiting belief whereby why should I even narrow down my niche why should I narrow down to a certain group of ideal clients I want to work with everybody I want to you know help people to design websites that was what I did back then and like if I were to narrow down my niche I would just lose out on so many opportunities in terms of getting clients, in terms of growing my income and just growing my business. But boy, I was wrong. Because when I started figuring out, holy heck, it is so true because like the example that I would give it to you right now is that let's say you want to, you know, you want to check out, like check up your eyes, right? Like, and it's something serious, for instance, like, would you go to a general clinic or would you actually go to an eye specialist? Now, I don't know about you. I think chances are most people would go to an eye specialist. I would go to an eye specialist if I want to get like very specific things checked, like my eyes. Do you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't go to a general clinic who like just a regular doctor, if you will, for like diagnosing common flu or like headaches and like fever and all that stuff, I would go to an eye specialist. And if you come and think about it, the price point, like any specialist would charge higher because of their expertise, because of their niche and because of their specialization. And people are like more confident and trusting them more 
and be willing to pay a little bit higher because they know that you know this person or this company or this brand is trustworthy and this is what they're good at this is what they're specialized in so fast forward i only started to narrow down my niche around i would say the second year of my business and if i could start over again let me just say that defining my niche narrowing down my niche would be one of the first things that i would do in my business and if you're at this point in time you're like okay, tell me more because I'm not sure how to find my niche. I am still feeling a bit lost in terms of figuring out who are my ideal clients. I shared a step-by-step framework in one of my recent episodes. It's called How to Create Your Profitable Business Plan, which I will leave it in the show notes below. If you haven't listened to that already, go listen to it because if you're at a point right now whereby you want to start your online business or maybe you want to, you know, turn your side hustle into a full-time, that is my step-by-step framework because I've made a lot of mistakes. When I first started my business, I really didn't know like what I was doing. I so wish that somebody would just give me a framework and show me the way, not telling me that, hey, like this is the way you should do it. Like showing me the steps and I can design it on my own based on my own terms. So if you are in a place right now where you want to start your own business, go listen to that episode and as well download the free workbook because it goes hand in hand. Like the the profitable business plan workbook that I've created for you, you can download it for free. You can actually print it out and, you know, actually use it, you know, to plan your business. So it is very practical. So like I've mentioned, everything is going to be, um, li- I'm going to leave it down in the show notes. So continuing with my like niching story, guys, the results were insane. When I have narrowed down my niche sometime, I would say back in April, 2018, oh my goodness, like not only was I able to increase the price of my services, you know, people would start to say yes, even though like I really didn't believe that people will pay this X amount of dollars to work with me because I felt like it was pretty, like at the back in time, I was still feeling really like not that confident in raising my prices, but I did it anyway. And people said yes. And I was like, oh, holy heck. Like, there are people willing to pay for this. And I was also able to attract my group of ideal clients, like my aligned clients that are super fun to work with. Like our vision aligns, we share the same beliefs and it's just, it just makes the entire experience working with clients really, really fun. And, you know, like I was also able to establish myself in the online world by being known for my niche, being known for my expertise in terms of who I can help, what I can help them with. Do you know what I mean? So because of me narrowing down my niche, I was also featured by future women, which if you guys have no idea who they are, you are missing out. <laughs> Go check out the Instagram Instagram for like inspiration in terms of like female entrepreneurship and all that stuff. They are one of the biggest women communities in Australia. And I'm just so like when I received an email from them to be like to ask if I want if I wanted to be featured on their email list, I'm like, 
is this a scam? Is this just like, you know, like a clickbait newsletter? And I was like, holy heck, this is for me. Like, I, I just couldn't believe, right? And yeah, I was just, I, I am very honored, even up to this date, like they would reach out to me to be featured um, in the email list. And I was also featured on the Everyday series whereby it's a network of women empowering female entrepreneurs to take action, which is just so up my street. It's just so freaking aligned that not only that I am attracting my ideal clients who are able, willing, and happy to pay me to work with me, but I was also able to get media opportunities that, hey, we share the same vision. This is what is going to happen to you when you actually start taking action to narrow down your niche and you know when I look back you know in terms of the theme if you will or the area of focus when people actually come up to me regardless of whether they want to work with me or to buy my product or to interview me the topics are basically around attracting ideal clients turning audience into paying clients and taking action and yada 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 like these are my focus, this is what I believe in. And I talk about them so much on my social media that I am attracting what I love. I am attracting my passions and I'm attracting my ideal clients and just amazing humans all around the world. So my lesson was that, as in like, this is the reason why I mentioned that if I could turn back time and start building my business, defining my niche, it's just at the top of my very list. So what I've learned is that by not attracting my ideal clients and becoming known online for my area of expertise in terms of who I can help and what I can help with, man, I was just like, why didn't I start it earlier? But anyway, you know, now looking back, I'm like, it's all right, better late than never. And now it's my turn to share this lesson with you just so that you don't make the same mistake or taking much longer time to actually get the opportunities that you want, whatever that it is, right? So I really hope that your takeaway for this is that please, 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 if you're just kind of like having resistance about narrowing down your niche just because like, you know, what if I would lose out on opportunities, then it's just a matter of reframing your mindset, So what I would really recommend you to do is to find and choose a niche because I promise you when you narrow down your niche, not only will you have a very clear idea of the problems that you can help solve, the clients who has like these problems and they are your aligned clients, right? They are your ideal clients and that is basically your niche, but it will also help you to you know, create your services or your products and your content strategy really easily moving forward because that's that's your focus. You know, you don't have to think or make so many decisions because these are the categories, if you will, within your business in terms of, you know, becoming known online for your expertise. So, right, moving on to the next mistake is, oh, I, I talk about this recently on my Instagram stories and I am like really glad that I wasn't the only one and a lot of you guys actually resonated with that so that is basically feeling guilty when I'm not working guys I had this two like limiting beliefs back then number one is that if I rest I would lose out on opportunities and just be really far behind than most people and 
limiting belief number two is that I don't deserve to rest until I have reached my income goal or something like that. So just to give an example, for instance, back then the old Sarah would be like, let's just say, you know, it's the mid of the month and I'm still so far behind in terms of my financial goal. And I'm at a point right now where I would, you know, love to do some body massage because I just freaking love to do body massage. It just relaxes my body and just makes me feel less tense and, and all that stuff. Anyway, it's it's just my thing, right? I would never say no to massage, but somehow I would be like, there is this inner voice in me, which is say that, Sarah, you don't deserve to go for massage. Like, why would you go for massage? You don't deserve any of that goodness. You don't deserve to enjoy yourself until you have hit your income goal. So back then I would listened and be guided by this critique or this stern voice in me that okay I I'm just I'm just gonna keep hustling all right chill like okay I'm just going to you know keep working my ass off and just you know like try my best to hit my income goal and until I have hit my goal then I would start to you know do like pamper myself be it going for massage or treating myself to a nice meal and I would just resist all of that. But guys, let me just say that the huge lesson that I've learned that costed me my happiness was me just being really burnt out and really overwhelmed. And that is not a fun place to be in because when you're feeling burnt out, you just, you know, like you you feel like you have a lack of purpose. When you wake up in the morning, you feel like, I really don't want to get up right now. I really don't feel like working. I just want to lie in bed all day and just watch Netflix all day. And then, you know, by the end of the day, you just didn't do anything productive to move that one needle or to get closer to the goal that you really want to hit for that month. And you just feel really crappy about yourself. You just don't have this sense of motivation anymore. And it's not cool because like, you are just also doing a really huge disservice to your clients or, you know, to your followers. Like you just basically don't feel like doing anything. Do you know what I mean? And it's just frustrating. So, I mean, like looking back every time that I feel burnt out or, or you know, things like that, I, I, I also cry a lot. And basically what I'm, my, my, my intention is that please schedule time to rest regardless if you have yet to reach your goal or you didn't hit hit your goal or you might feel that you don't deserve it still schedule time to rest like what I would really recommend you to do is if you can because I know like you probably have a really hectic schedule maybe you're working nine to five and you're side hustling on a weekend or maybe you're a mom whereby your kids need attention try your very best to block out time in your calendar once a week for at least a couple of hours like a couple of hours without doing any work make time for your hobbies do things that you love you know spend quality time with your loved ones do whatever that makes you feel good that is nothing related to your business or to your work because i promise you even as little as a couple of hours once a week, when you come back to your workday, you're going to feel so much more re-energized. You're going to feel so much more refocused and recharged to slay your week. Try it out and let me know how it goes. Like observe, be really conscious about how you're feeling. Like I wouldn't, okay, here's the thing. 
just to give you guys behind the scenes, right? Now, usually, this is what happens on like my self care day, quote unquote, is on every Saturday. This is the day that I don't do any work and I would just do what I want. I would sleep in if I want. I don't set alarm clock. I would just wait. Like, I would just open my eyes when my body just opened my eyes naturally. And I would just, okay, watch, what do I feel like doing? Do I want to go for yoga? Do I feel like a body massage? And sometimes halfway through the week, let's just say it is a Wednesday and I feel really stressed. I feel really burnt out. Like, I would just, you know, try my best to reschedule a few things, of course, um, that is not like a priority you know unless it's a coaching client call or a deadline that I have to meet that is I would give myself the permission okay today has been a has a little bit rough you know today has been a little bit rough that's what I meant to say and I don't have to stick you know to complete my work day at six for instance I can take two hours off if I want to because hey I it's it's my life it's my energy and i have the flexibility the flexibility to actually move things around depending on how i'm feeling so i encourage you to kind of like to do the same right and also learning how to be flexible so the fifth mistake this one this one is huge all right so the fifth mistake is that thinking mistakes are failures this one is huge, you guys, and I believe I mentioned this at the very beginning of this episode, and oh my goodness, I, like I mentioned, I've made a lot of mistakes coming close to three years of running my business, and it's all about shifting your perspective, right? Because in order for us to grow, in order for you to grow, you have got to make mistakes, and making mistakes is really really common is it's it's a natural part you know of living our lives as a human beings do you know what i mean and when we make mistakes that comes the lessons and from the lessons you know we can grow so when i say about shifting a perspective is this like you can either choose to think that it is a failure or you can actually choose to feel and to turn these mistakes into lessons that you can learn from so what i've learned is that mistake is not a failure it is a part of success and when i shifted this perspective i'm like holy heck it's it's just it's like a brand new life if i can put it <laughs> but I really hope that, you know, the next time you make a mistake, which all of us do, so don't, you know, don't be too hard on yourself again, ask yourself these questions. So what have you learned from this mistake? And how can you actually do better or differently next time? That's how you grow, right? That's how you grow as a person. That's how you grow in your business. And when you want something to be changed, like something needs to be changed. Does it make sense? So don't be so hard on yourself, my love, because we are all humans. Oh my God, you guys. So 
these are the five biggest mistakes that I've made so that you don't. I really hope that this has helped you. And, you know, regardless of whatever, like, obstacles or situations that you're in right now, just, just know that, you know, like, you, you can learn something from it. And you don't have to be, like, feeling bummed or thinking that, oh, if I make this mistake, I can never do it again. Well, you can. It's just a matter of choice. It's just a matter of perspective, right? So, I just want to give a, another shout out to Vanessa for suggesting today's topic. I really enjoy recording it. So if you do have any suggestions or any questions that you might have and you would love for me to answer it, go into more detail uh, in a podcast episode, just direct message me. Like that's that's where the magic happens, you guys, because I love, love, love connecting with all of you. So don't feel shy to to reach out to me. I really love like having conversations um with with all of you. So um before we wrap up today's episode, I just want to mention that for all the resources and links mentioned in this episode, remember to head over to the show notes. And if this episode has brought you value and you learned something new from it, I ask that you share it with someone else because you will never know that this episode might help them also and you know like make a big difference um into the business and also into their life and if you're new here i would con- like i would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to the serial podcast just so that you know you can help all of us to grow and yeah like thank you so much for tuning in today i can't wait to chat with you in the next episode in the meantime don't forget to follow along on my instagram because that's where i hang out on a daily basis that's where i share daily tip of the day and occasionally like do live streaming so if you haven't already followed me where have you been come hang out with me and i can't wait to chat with you in the next episode bye guys